Welcome to the Content 10X Podcast, the show where content creators learn how to harness the power of content repurposing. And now, your host, Amy Woods. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Content 10X Podcast. So this week I'm really, really excited because I've got a brilliant guest on the show, which is Chris Ducker. So firstly, I'm sure most people already know Chris who listen to the podcast, but just by way of an introduction, Chris is a serial entrepreneur. He's an internationally acclaimed blogger, podcaster, keynote speaker. He's the go-to person to learn about personal branding and business models, founder of Youpreneur, and has a new book coming out soon called The Rise of the Youpreneur. So, Chris, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. What a lovely intro. I feel like I don't want to let you down now. (laughs) (laughs) I was just about to say, so have I missed anything from the intro, Chris? No, you're good. That's bang on perfect. Thank you. So firstly, I would just like to say thank you for coming on the show. And I actually don't think I would have this podcast if it wasn't for you, because you were my, uh, you've mentored me and you suggested that I should have this podcast. So it's really cool to actually have you on, given that I don't think I'd actually have it if it was for you. <laughs> oh, I, I, I don't know about that. You're a pretty driven lady, but uh, it's been an, a pleasure and an honor to uh, to see how you've you've grown over the last uh, year and a half or so of working with each other. So it's, it's a pleasure to be with you. Don't worry. Oh, thank you, Chris. So there's so many things that I could um, talk to you about on the show because you have so much content prolific content creator um and it seemed apt though to talk about how you can repurpose content when you are planning and writing and promoting a book given that you have your new book coming out so first question i wanted to ask you is um if you could just tell me like what is your book about who is it for all that kind of thing Sure. Okay. Well, Rise of the Youpreneur, the subtitle is The Definitive Guide to Becoming the Go-To Leader in Your Industry and Building a Future-Proof Business. So, you know, the, the, the big question everybody's asking me is, what is a youpreneur exactly? A lot of people can kind of figure it out a little bit, right? It's not rocket science. Uh, but ultimately, a youpreneur is somebody who builds a business around them, their personality, their experience, and the people that they want to serve, right? So it's people like content creators, right? Mm-hmm. Authors, speakers, bloggers, podcasters, live streamers, freelancers, um, anyone really just, like I say, creating that message around them, their experience, and the people that they want to go out and kind of do business with. And so um, the, the book is ultimately, you know, it's the manual. It's the manual on how to build market and monetize a personal brand business and um, why did you decide now why why was it now to the time to write this book well that's a good question <laughs> i mean i when i when i wrote my first book virtual freedom back in 2014 i promised myself i'd never write another book again because <laughs> 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 it was way more work than i anticipated it being um and I think you'll you'll find that almost every author, when they're in the process of wrapping up a book or wrapping up the launch or the marketing of that book, they're always going to say roughly the same thing. Oh, I'm never doing this again. Why do I put myself through this? Yeah, I'm sucker for, sucker for punishment or whatever. Um, but the fact is that, you know, with, with the first book, Virtual Freedom, I wrote it because of 10 years at that point in the industry of outsourcing, I picked up a lot. 
And I had helped a lot of people in the process in, you know, ultimately removing themselves from their business. And it happened to be put in a book. I, there's only so much I could blog and podcast about. I had to do it. I had to write that that manual. Um, and it's now, you know, it's it's now known as the Bible of virtual staffing and, and you know, virtual team building. So I needed to do that. Likewise, with Rise of the Youpreneur, so much has happened since Virtual Freedom came out for four years ago. Um, even before then, you know, I was focused on building my own personal brand online through content creation uh, and marketing, uh, speaking and all that sort of stuff. So this has been a personal branding journey for me for close to a decade now. And, you know, honestly, I, when I look back retrospectively and I, I say to myself, you know, what has been one very defining factor on all of the big moves that I've made from a business perspective? It's been me. People buy me. They, they do business with me long time before they ever do business with any of my companies. And so, you know, diving into that more and looking at the power of the personal brand and why it's so important for every type of entrepreneur, no matter what they're doing, what they're selling, what they're promoting, who they're selling it to, it doesn't matter. We should all be thinking about our personal brand because our brand is our reputation our, and our reputation is our business. And so Rise of the Youpreneur had to be written. It was one of those things. Um, I got a lot uh, I got a lot more savvy writing this book, and we can go into that. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it wasn't as hard of a slog to write as Virtual Freedom was. And I kind of feel like it's it's also about you know a gazillion times more amazing than Virtual Freedom as well in the way that it's been sort of all put together. Yeah, it is. I mean, I've got a copy. I'm very lucky to have an early copy. I haven't been to a Youpreneur Summit. And um, it's brilliant. It's yep. such a good book. Um, it's really, really... Um, yeah, I like that it's the mix of kind of the strategy and the thought behind what you should do, but the practical as well. So I've actually been applying a lot of what I've been learning from the book too. So it's a really, really good book. Um, so so in terms of so when you're thinking, right, okay, I'm going to write a book and I've got all this content because you have your podcast, you've got your blog, you've got loads of video as well. I guess you got to a point where you thought there's so much here, right, let's get this in a book. So um, how did you start? Like how, what's the process in, of doing that? Well, here's the funny thing. Out of all of the book, I, I think we're up at uh, like 270 pages or something of the book itself, right? There's only about maybe seven or eight pages in this book that is identical to one blog post on chrisduckley.com. I lifted it entirely from the blog and stuck it directly in the book. Everything else is fresh content, but it has been heavily repurposed. And I know you're going to love how I'm going to start breaking this down now. <laughs> but um, the bottom line is that was the only piece of content that I actually pulled and stuck directly in the book. And it's the section where I talk about how to be a great podcast guest and how you should get on the podcasts to help you kind of expand your market and spread your message. Um, other than that, everything else is 100% fresh. But the entire book was ultimately repurposed from content that is actually inside of the Youpreneur community. So yes, there are parts on it. And, and obviously, there's a whole bunch of case studies in the book as well, uh, from you know big influencer names right the way down to successful personal brand entrepreneurs that you probably never even heard of, but are crushing it, right? So mm -hmm. 
all of those things considered, what happened was when we launched virtual, or rather when we launched uh, the Upano community in late 2015, we listened very intently in that first six months or so after we opened the doors to see what people needed help with. There was a lot of content in there already, a hell of a lot, but there were gaps developing in the feedback that we were getting from people. So we knew we were going to have to do another kind of big creation uh, batching process of content to fill the gaps up at some point. And we did that in the middle of 2016. Now, at the same time as doing that, as we were filling these gaps, we also started kind of siphoning things off into what ended up being three very, very distinct sections of the community as well, which ended up being building marketing and monetizing. And that actually became what is now known as the Upana Roadmap. So although the roadmap online inside of the community is an ongoing, ever evolving roadmap, so we take stuff out, we replace it, we update it, we add new content in every month, there's something different going on there. But the general kind of, kind of consensus was that, wow, this is great. Now we can actually see where we are in our own journeys hop straight to that point, pick up, and just follow this step by step. And we saw more people consuming the content after we published the roadmap than we ever did before, mm. ever, because it was all laid out in a how-to kind of step-by-step -step process. And so that's ultimately what the book became. It became a, a huge repurpose type of project from what we already knew worked very, very well and had gotten people, literally hundreds of people, great results. And so we, we fundamentally repurposed the entire community <laughs> and put it into a book. <laughs> oh, wow. That's brilliant. And, and by the way, not just the content inside the community, but also user-generated content from the forums as well. Because as a member yourself, you yeah. know – there's some amazing stuff in there just from other members, not even got anything to do with me. <laughs> so basically, yeah, so that's absolutely, that's amazing. I wasn't expecting you to say that, but that makes complete sense of people reading the book kind of taken on on that roadmap, on that journey um, that you've, that, that's working so, so well in the Upreneur community. Um, one thing that I wanted to ask you, you mentioned Virtual Freedom, and I've read that book as well, and that's a brilliant book. And uh, you had a podcast um, where you had solo shows and they were almost kind of breaking, they, they were broke down almost into the chapters of the book, weren't they? Um, did you do that first? What came first, the podcast or the Virtual Freedom book? Well, so we so we had a podcast running, mm. um, the new the new business podcast, which kind of morphed into what is now known as Upreneur FM. So if you go right the way back into the archives of Upreneur FM, you'll hear me at the beginning of the show. Welcome to the new business podcast. So we just kind of renamed and rebranded. But what happened was with the book, I wanted to do something that that had never really been done before to help market the book both before during and after the actual release of the book itself. And so what we did is we we actually created a list. I mean, the book was already written. To answer your question, ultimately, yeah, okay. the book came first. Mm -hmm. But then we we got like the, the 25 big lessons from the book and we repurposed those into like eight to 10 minute podcast episodes. 
And what we really focus in on was just ultimately answering one question or solving one problem in each episode. Mm -hmm. And we batch recorded the entire lot over two days. Um, and I mean, it's not like we were reading the book out. We weren't, we weren't doing that. It wasn't like a free audio version of the book. Um, but it was, it was taking those big 25 lessons that were in the book and turning it into a dedicated virtual freedom podcast, which is, I believe still available up on iTunes. I haven't obviously search for it for a long long time but i believe it's still up there if you search for it, it is, so because yeah. mm, i found it really useful mm, I, I bought your yeah. book when i was like you as you know my story when i started to hire people and um, virtual staff i had your book and then i spotted that and you're right it's it's not an audio book is it you kind of go deeper into all like different questions that are asked and and cover that and i, I thought it was brilliant and yeah, I kind of was thinking, I wonder what came first. Did you do the podcast and then do the book? <laughs> Which way did it work? Because they're not exactly the same, but that makes sense. And um, yeah, it's still there. And, and I've listened to it recently, actually. So it's good. <laughs> oh, very good. Very good. Well, that's good because, I mean, so not only not only did it really help us in getting the word out there about the book itself. So we, lo- we launched with five episodes all on the same day. And then we kind of drip fed them out over the course of, I think we actually, we, we launched a show in February, if my memory serves me rightly. And then we kind of, we did five to begin with, and then we did one a week right the way through to, I think, like the middle of April or May or something along those lines. Um, but what happened was if you, if you listen to them sort of, you know, sequentially, at first, it's like, hey, so blah, 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 blah. This is from the upcoming book. <laughs> and then as we get closer to the April 1 launch date, it, you know, there's, there's like full on book excerpts that, that I read out from the book in one episode. And it's, you know, and then it's kind of the book is out. <laughs> Go buy the book. Go buy the book. And then uh, we kind of wrapped it up with um, – you know, with kind of just a, a generalized kind of wrap up over the whole kind of con- the concept of, of virtual team building and all the rest of it. So mm. ultimately, the podcast came from the book. It was repurposed from the book. The book came first mm. um, and it worked really, really well. Uh, and it actually at the very same time as the book coming out, it also helped to um, have myself as a podcast to go onto the radar to a lot of people that I'd never even come into contact with. Um, people like Mike Stelsner from Social Media Marketer. He saw what I was doing. I had never met Mike before. We were kind of both on each other's radars, but obviously he runs a very big company, big, big podcast, big blog, all the rest of it. Um, and he contacted me and said, whoa, I see what you're doing here. Do you want to come on my show and talk about it? I say, yes, of course I do. So it kind of helped get me and my personal brand on the radar for a lot of other people as well, as your content should do. Yeah, because you've done, you've obviously then you led, you went on to do lots of keynote speaking on those topics. And, and I guess now, so you, you've pivoted a bit more away from the virtual staffing onto the personal branding Rise of Youpreneur. So with the Rise of Youpreneur, um, what so I guess from a promotion perspective, obviously you're doing lots of promotion for your book. Um, you're not going to do anything similar with regards to podcasts, I'm sure, because you've got your podcast. But is there are you taking any anything from your book to repurpose as you are going through this promo, promotion phase that you're in now? Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> so um, I mean, so we have. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I, I did a complete read 
of the introduction of the book, which goes up a week before it officially comes out. Uh, that's on a podcast episode. So I basically kind of sit there, you know, story time with Chris mode and read through the book or rather the entire introduction of the book, uh, as well as a little extra, you know, at top when I top and tail that episode. So that's in there. We've also pulled um, kind of mini articles directly from the book as well, which will be distributed uh, around several different websites around the time that the book launches, uh, places like Inc and Entrepreneur and people and places like that. Um, and uh, also at my own blog at chrisducker.com, there's going to be several bits and pieces of the book that we are going to be utilizing, uh, both from a text format as well as a image format as well, because uh, there's quite a few kind of graphs and diagrams and whatnot in the book as well. So we're going to give people a sneak peek. I mean, I, I can't remember who said this one. But it might be it might be Ryan Holiday, who's kind of known for being a big book kind of marketer and promoter. And I think I remember him saying something along the lines of like, by the time your book comes out, you want to have like 70 percent of it already out there in a public domain in some way, shape or form. Yeah. Which sounds incredible. I mean, it sounds like a lot of your book that here you are, you're trying to get somebody to buy it, right? It sounds like a lot. But if you scatter it around in various, you know, strategic places, um, you know, it works very, very well. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see when it launches, you know? <laughs> yeah, I guess it's a bit like um, in the music industry. It's not so much anymore, but you used to buy all the singles, didn't you? And you'd buy, you'd go out and you'd probably already have like 10 of the singles. Then when the album came out, you'd still buy the album. It wasn't that yes. you weren't going to buy yeah. the album. Then you'd have, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if it doesn't even work like that anymore does it because everyone just downloads but I always remember I buy all the singles that have you know I don't know when I was younger Kylie Minogue's 10 singles then I'd buy her album it didn't stop you buying it and I guess it's a similar thing isn't it you spread in um, the word you can share excerpts you can share in quotes you can share articles as much as you possibly can from the book people are then going to just go and buy the book aren't they it's not that they're going to think well I've already read a post from the book so I'm not going to buy the book because that you know you're just trying to get them to want more basically right. and share as much as you can yeah and I mean we'll we'll get very active you know in the lead up to the launch of the book itself two weeks kind of you know two weeks out uh we'll we'll start to get very active on social media with content surrounding the book uh you know lots of quote images lots of blurbs from our incredible you know early praise and testimonials that we've got from people lots of in the wild photos from our current readers and you know all that sort of stuff so you know you you will get i often say no matter what you're launching whether it be a book podcast a blog a, a youtube show whatever it is you will get out of that launch exactly what you put into it fact if you expect to just hit the publish button on a blog post and 100 people come and read it within 24 hours you're crazy you're you're you're, you're crazy it's not <laughs> going to happen if you expect to hit upload on on youtube and have a thousand people view your video in the first week after it going it's not going to happen it doesn't work that way so you know why would it work i mean you know you work hard enough to write a book you know get it through design you know get it out there you have to treat the launch like the event that it is uh, and you will get out of it exactly what you put into it to say you know so to say that we're working hard on it would be an understatement mm. but uh, you know not not to the point where i'm 
you know, lacking sleep or anything like that. But uh, I mean, we're, we're, it's definitely a focus for me and my team, and it will be, you know, right right the way until probably a month after the official launch, and then and then we go into what I call you know maintenance mode from a marketing perspective, um, and you know then it's just a matter of getting your email funnels in place and <laughs> repurposing certain reviews that you might see and shooting little videos and all that sort of type of things. So you know that this is uh, you know the book is 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 it's more than just a manual to build a business around your personal brand it's actually a call to action is what it is the very title is a call to mm. action a rise up <laughs> right it's rise of the youpreneur so you know this is not something that's going to be here today and gone tomorrow we'll be utilizing this as a piece of work uh and a, a very big part of our own ecosystem for many many years to come so have you already planned out your content um for you know the the rest of the year that will be based around the book like is it going to come you know is it does it inspire you to have certain guests on your podcast and certain videos and certain blogs that you're going to create now that you've got the book yes definitely yeah. and i mean what one one of the big things that i want to do actually is uh and this has not been rolled out yet but it, the good thing is i travel as much as i do so i'll be able to do it pretty soon uh, but i would love at, at some point between now and the end of the year i would have loved to have been able to sit down on camera with every single person that's had a case study in the book uh, and actually shoot like an exclusive 30 minute case study video based on their own youpreneur journey um, and i want to share that content publicly the world needs to hear from these people and to see exactly what you can achieve when you're smart you know and and you do you know you do what you're told to do so to speak uh, mm -hmm. in in creating a great business and a great lifestyle so definitely video case studies definitely i mean we've put it this way we've got podcast content planned right the way through to the end of july mm -hmm. already in fact I'm recorded as of this right now. I'm recorded right the way through to the end of April. So, you know, we, we plan probably about six months in advance. We record a good couple of months in advance as much as we possibly can. Uh, and then obviously from a blog perspective, um, you know, I'm doing less and less blogging mm -hmm. and more and more video and podcasting now. It's just what my people want. But we will certainly repurpose certain podcast episodes and turn them into blog posts and, and videos into blog posts and things like that as well. But uh, yeah, you know, it's it's going to be a busy year, that's for sure. <laughs> it is a busy year. But an exciting but, yeah, one as well. Yeah, rewarding, exciting year as well. Yeah. I guess the key yeah. thing is that, um, that we say repurposing and we're just basically saying that you have, you stand for something and there's something that you want to teach people and there's a way that you want people to go about um, building their personal brand. And it's just about explaining that and communicating that in all the different ways that you possibly can, isn't it? And I think the case study idea is a brilliant idea because... Um, it just it it makes people relate more to what you're teaching, and you you know people can see that a person that could be me and what they achieved by um, following your advice, reading the book, you know, being in the youpreneur community. Um, it just makes it brings it more to life, doesn't it? And that's what we want to see. We want to imagine that could be us and that and look what this person's achieved. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, no, exactly. Really I mean, look, and, and at the very core of what we do as content creators, when we repurpose content, yes, we want to get another piece of content out of something that's already been created. I mean, we want to be smart like that. But really the way I look at it, and I know you feel exactly the same way, the way that you work with your clients and things like that, is that 
you have to you have to be acutely aware of the fact that not everybody that wants to learn and hear from you and consume content from you wants to do it in written format or in a video medium or a podcast medium. Maybe they're not interested in listening pod- to podcasts. Maybe they are readers. So you've got to repurpose your content. If you're not, you're actually doing not only a disjustice to the content itself and the research and the time you put into creating it initially, but also you're doing a disjustice to the people that are following you and want to learn from you because you're not serving the content up to them in a medium uh, that is of their choice. And that's why it's very important for me as a content creator and marketer, particularly as it's really the only kind of marketing that's left. Mm. Let's be real, right? That's why it's so important to me that when I do create a piece of content, there's always a plan further down the line to re to repurpose it always yeah i completely yeah we're so aligned on that <laughs> yeah, it's about um bringing the content to people in the way that they will, will learn the easiest and their preferred learning method isn't it and it's not yep. it's not that somebody won't um consume your podcast or you know or won't read the book but if they prefer to learn in a different way and you are willing to go the extra mile and put content out there that reaches people in their preferred learning style then that's just a much more that's a a more a stronger approach isn't it and you're just going to get you know more more fans and more people following you more people engaging with you so um and you'll sense. also get that mm. kind of viral yeah. effect mm. as well, you know, because if, if people consume content in a format that they enjoy, they're obviously way more likely to share it with the people that they know. Um, and, and I mean, you know, one of the easiest ways to grow your following, your traffic, your views, your downloads, your email list, whatever it is, is obviously to get people who are already consuming your content to share it with mm. the people that they know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, they are definitely more likely to share something that they've consumed in a format that they're comfortable with yeah definitely (laughs) it's been really interesting talking to you today chris because i when you know we've been talking about how did you plan the book and how did you um decide on the content i I kind of thought you were going to say well you know we looked at all the most popular um you know blog posts podcasts (laughs) things like that and then we formulated a plan but actually you know what you basically said is that you 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 dug deep into the Upra community and you looked at the roadmap and you kind of brought that to life into a book so it's really interesting (laughs) if um, someone's listening to this now and um, they too are at the stage where they feel they have a book in them and they're going to you know going to give it a go and they do have quite a lot of content um, what would you say would be just a a good first step to get started on that journey from um, thinking they're going to get started on a book to actually starting to implement that? Well, I think the the most important thing about writing something like a book, you know, it's not a podcast that's going to kind of be here today gone tomorrow except for our friends at google obviously we want them to to see our podcast uh, our blog posts forever right but with a book it's printed it's there it ain't you know it's never gonna disappear and so for me and this is why we dug so deep for this um you've got to you've got to understand who you're writing the book for that's the single most important thing and not only who you're writing it for but what is going to be the end result of them actually getting it 
and reading it. So you have to imagine not only meeting that person and understanding what their wants and needs and requirements are, but then also taking them on a journey of discovery through your work and ultimately getting to a point where you've solved some kind of problem for them, right? Mm -hmm. In this case, with the rights of the youpreneur, it solves the problem of teaching somebody how to not only build a personal brand, but also how to market it. And then finally, monetize it. And I mean, anybody that's interested in building a brand is going to be interested in, mo in monetizing it. So you've just got to take them on that journey. And this is why the book's almost 300 pages and not 100 pages. You understand? Yeah. So really, at, at the very core of, of writing a book is ultimately the person that you're writing it for. And try and kind of really nut down as much as you possibly can in terms of who they are, what their circumstances are like, what's the big problem that you're solving for them with the book. And then you can actually start to, you know, to, to start going through your content, your blog archives, your podcast, your video archives, whatever it is, and start actually fashioning that content into sections and then into chapters and then into sub chapters and before you know what's happening you've got fifty thousand words on the best-selling book thank <laughs> you for playing brilliant you know? <laughs> sounds good <laughs> if, if only it wasn't that easy right yeah it does need yeah. to be remarkably hard i don't think for mm. for anybody that has got a prolific amount of content or even if they haven't got a prolific amount even they've just got a really good amount of content you've got a book in you mm. i guarantee you you've got a book in you and i always say and you've heard me say this a number of times writing a book is one of the easiest most dynamic ways to place yourself into your industry and to the eyes of your peers as a genuine influencer and expert in whatever it is you want to be known for if you are if you are a youpreneur type of entrepreneur if you are a, a you know a speaker or a blogger or a content creator or a consultant or a coach and you don't have a book you are letting yourself down and you're leaving money on the table. It's one of the easiest ways to position yourself as an expert. And so I guarantee you, if you've got a certain amount of content that's already out there, you, you can fashion it into a blog or rather into a book and you can launch it and it will catapult your career. I'm 100% sure of it because mm -hmm. it when we launched Virtual Freedom, I had 12 people working for me at Virtual Starfinder, one of my businesses. I now have over 20 so clearly the business grew as the book came out and the notoriety came out around it as well. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. Right. I'm just adding right book to my to-do list now. <laughs> You've convinced me. <laughs> Sorry about that. I've given you more work, haven't I? <laughs> no, I actually, it is, it is actually in the, um, in the kind of, maybe not this year, but I'm definitely planning on, um, on doing that, Chris. So, <laughs> oh, that's, that's great. And um you do right mm. you're great at what you do you you're walking talking living proof that content repurposing is not only needed in today's world but like i said because it's the only type of content that's out there it's important that you jump on mm. board that bandwagon and make it easier for yourself and for your customers to connect and uh you know i, I think a book for you would be a great idea and if you don't have the title or if you don't have the words content 10x uh in there you're gonna have a serious problem with me <laughs> it's, it's a great branding opportunity for your business as well no i know i, I seriously I, it is it is there on the plan um 
at some point so yeah watch this space <laughs> um, so right I think that I should um draw to a close and just say thank you so much for coming on the show Chris I really appreciate it it was a brilliant conversation and um where can people go where do you want people to go to find out more obviously about you but also you, your book as well well, the book obviously is up on Amazon, so they can do a search just for Youpreneur, Y-O-U-preneur, uh, uh, up on Amazon, or they can go to youpreneur.com forward slash book. And if you uh, if you send us in a copy of your receipt via that page, you'll get some freebie bonuses as well. Wow. Okay. That sounds good. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, Chris. Um, really appreciate you coming on the show and good luck with the book as well. Thank you very much. It was great to be with you. 